0: Well, hey there, and welcome back to another awesome episode of the Business and Life Conversations Podcast. I'm your host, Ange, from Angela Henderson Consulting, where I'm an international award-winning business consultant and coach who has helped thousands of amazing women business owners to get all the pieces in place to have consistent four and five-figure months, and then on to six and seven-plus-figure years without burning out in the process. TikTok. TikTok is the conversation of today. Why? Because TikTok has had exponential growth over the last few years since it started, and businesses around the world are leveraging this amazing platform to grow their business. Now, full disclosure, I personally don't use TikTok yet, but I have helped support the women in business I work with over the years to use it and connect them to the legends that know how to use this platform correctly and strategically. So when I was looking for new guests to come on the podcast show, I was shocked that I've never actually had a TikTok specialist on the podcast, and I knew I needed to change this ASAP. As you listening may want to explore using TikTok to grow your business in 2023. Today, I'm bringing on the amazing Maggie Bland, aka TikTok strategist, to share with you how you can use TikTok to grow your business. We're going to be chatting about what should people know about marketing their business on TikTok and how it is different to Instagram. We're also going to go deep into how is TikTok different now to how it was in 2020, and can you still grow quickly? We're going to also explore, uh, you know, TikTok is rumored to be upcoming, more of a search engine than a social media platform. How should users be adapting to this? We're also going to look at what are the most important things to focus on when, when it comes to succeeding on TikTok. She's also going to give us some really great and grounding advice. Um, in regards to what people should know when starting out on TikTok and what she wished she knew before starting on the platform. This episode is jam-packed with awesomeness. So get your pen ready and let's get ready to rock and roll. Welcome to the show, Maggie. Hi, I'm so excited to have you here. I mean, you, we've only really just come across each other and entered each other's worlds over the last couple of months. And there's something magical about your vibe and your knowledge around TikTok, but also Instagram that I think is not only next level, but something that the audience needs to hear more of today. And, but what I also love most is that the way that I followed you and like, kind of like looked at how you explain things is in the most like simplistic way, which I think is so great because... When we think about TikTok, people can feel so overwhelmed, right? I don't know where to begin. It's overcomplicated, but there's something about your teaching method that is really quite simplistic and refreshing to see. So I'm super excited for you to be able to chat about how to grow your business using TikTok today. So I'm super excited to have you
1: here. Thank you so much. Yeah, I think totally the same. Like I think TikTok can be super overwhelming and I'm here to advocate that it gets to be really fun. So yeah, I can't wait to dive in. Dude, yay. Now, before we get started, I always like to ask a fun question to my
0: audience so that they get to know you a little bit better. So my Mm -hmm. fun question to you is, is I know you're about to head overseas on an adventure of a lifetime. Do you want to share with us where you're going and what you're looking forward to most on your adventure?
1: Sure. So um, I am heading to the UK. I'm heading to um, the north of England in December. And, um, the exciting thing is I'm getting married. So <laughs> my, uh, fiance is from, um, York in England and yeah, we're going over there having a lovely winter wedding and pretty exciting.
0: Oh my goodness. So fun. And not to mention like the snow will be there. Icicles oh, I just so. like that magic will be there. I mean, how awesome is that going to be?
1: I hope so. I mean, yeah, we're, we're buying the umbrellas just in case, <laughs> 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 but, um, yeah, it should be It should be really nice. I can't wait.
0: Dude, well, yeah, that's so exciting. And I mean, how fun to also be able to travel again, but then to be mm. traveling for your wedding, super magical, super awesome. So now that oh, we yeah. know a little bit about your cool wedding adventure that awaits very, I mean, it's coming up very, very quickly. I'd love for you to share with the audience a little bit about your background. Where did you start out in business and what are you up to now?
1: Sure. So I started out um, in, I think it was January twenty twenty one when I really started getting the ball rolling, but um throughout the second half of twenty twenty I was in the boat of people who were like very confused <laughs> as to what was going on in the world. I had just finished a degree in English literature and history, and my degree taught me that I really didn't like English literature or history <laughs> as much as I thought that I did um so that's a classic isn't it So yeah, I just graduated I was in a job that I really Felt like I was selling myself short in and that's a really horrible feeling if anyone has ever felt that feeling where you know that you're doing a good job you know that you are earning a good income but you just know that you're lying to yourself a little bit Mm -hmm. so that kind of sucked Um, and I just was scrolling on TikTok one day and I came across someone talking about being a virtual assistant and I had been social media obsessed my entire life like I was a girl that when I was 12 years old, I would sit on my computer on like catmemes.com and I would (laughs) download them all and send them all to my friends on like school email. Like Uh it was a condition that was incurable. (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, when I came across the um, the online space, online business world, I just literally just dove in. I um, hired a coach straight off the bat and started off as a virtual assistant. And I was working with like health coaches and uh, like mentors and people in the spirituality space um, and it just sort of snowballed from there I soon realized that I loved the social media side of things so I got into content creation and then I got into the strategy side of things and then TikTok came along and i had always been obsessed with it like again like it's an incurable condition my obsession with social media so my clients were asking me you know like what what uh what do you suggest for this like can you make me some TikToks that kind of thing and it just kind of happened organically mm-hmm. um and then I just I just became a sponge for TikTok learned as much as I could and realized that it had such amazing potential but not only did it have amazing potential it's a platform where i I just felt that it was different from Instagram in that you can be 100% yourself. I still feel that with Instagram, there seems to be a kind of template to follow. Mm-hmm. And to me, TikTok isn't like that. And also the discovery, discoverability on the platform is amazing. So yeah, I got really passionate about it and really passionate about helping people express themselves through video content. And um, in, I would say like, I would say it's probably the last like eight months I've really focused on TikTok alone. And yeah, now I coach people, help people with TikTok strategy and really help them get themselves out there on the platform.
0: I mean, how great is that to see the evolution? And I think that's one of the beautiful things about business is so often we think it has to be one straight line where you got to do it one particular way and then people get so hung up on that and then they start doing things that they hate and then they start to resent yes. life and they wonder why money isn't flowing and then they wonder why you know, they hate themselves and shame starts to come in play and enoughness comes into play. So the fact that you've been able to maneuver, adapt accordingly, going, you know what? Like, okay, I've done this uni degree, but it's not my cup of tea. Try the virtual assistant like okay yeah kind of cool whatever dipped your feet in and then kind of leaned into the TikTok I mean it's great to be able to relinquish and surrender almost to what you think Mm. you were supposed to do and really embrace what you want and are aligned to do and I think again the more people who are listening to this podcast and can understand the importance of doing things that are in alignment you
1: naturally will make more money because it is with ease and with flow. Yes 100% I still like I, I feel like I come across that a lot in um, people when they're wanting to get on TikTok, especially when they're just starting out in business. They are just taking whatever they can take. And I felt like I never did that because I always had a coach on my side. And it really just helped to remind me that like you don't have to take on stuff that you don't want to do. And I I started doing that from a very early stage. And So, I feel like that's why I've got to where I am now, because I just didn't take on any clients or any work that didn't honestly didn't light me up
0: mm-hmm. yep and again, it's so again learn it and again, what I also often talk about on the podcast too is if you're feeling burnt out right now and you're like your burnout level is high. It's, it's typically because you're unaligned. You're either unaligned in business or your career, you're unaligned at home or you're unaligned with your like community, right? So really yeah. check yourself with the alignment because if not, you're going to have a hard time accelerating your growth for the rest of this year and the years to come. Yeah. Now, today we're going to be chatting about how to use TikTok to grow your business. I first want to say, why do you feel TikTok is a platform that business owners should be paying attention to now more than ever before?
1: I think it's, with online business, we things are constantly changing, and we know that the way that things were three years ago is completely different to the way that things were now, and it's going to be the same in the next three years and the next five years. Like things are constantly moving and changing. And part of running an online business, whether we like it or not, is paying attention to what's going on in the world, paying attention to what the consumer wants, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's, it's so evident that TikTok has absolutely blown up. It's only been around for like three years and it's completely changed the way that we see content. It's completely changed the way that Google operates. It's changed the way that Instagram operates. And when something so big comes into play, we can't really pretend like it's not there. It's there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, um, Yeah, it's it's up to us to decide whether or not it's something that we want to embrace or whether it's something that we want to, you know, like pass up.
0: You just mentioned a little while ago, it's still a relatively early platform, really, you know, three, three years, 36 months. However, as you also mentioned, TikTok has changed and evolved over that time. How is TikTok different now to how it was back in 2020? And, you know, I guess one of the main questions that most of the audience will be wanting to know is, is it still possible to have rapid growth?
1: Yeah. So like any social media platform, the people who can hop on the wave in the beginning will obviously see the most benefit, right? So um, we saw the same with Instagram and now with TikTok, like the people who are there in the early stages really do set the tone. And that's what happened in 2020. A lot of people got on the platform and it's, it's not to say that they didn't have amazing content. It's not to say that they You know, they had an easy ride. Creating content consistently is difficult no matter what. Um, But I think there was definitely an opportunity. There was a little window of opportunity that a lot of people got onto and managed to have rapid growth. And as any trend or social media platform goes, that growth does slow down. And we can see that now, like the, the platform has changed and it's changed in a way where now educational slightly longer form video that is high quality is doing the best on the platform whereas before you could create an audience by pretty much just doing trends and um, having potentially like less valuable content Mm -hmm. so the platform has changed for sure but absolutely rapid growth is still possible there are more people than ever and um, the platform has optimized itself in the last, even the last six months to become a space for educators and for people to be giving value. And that is the perfect setup for online business. We've seen um, the change in TikTok in searchability, like the platform is really becoming an educational platform where people are not only putting up educational content, but people are going onto the platform to look for things. They're using it like Google. So the opportunity is definitely still there. And even if You know, we're not seeing people blow up overnight and gain a million followers overnight. You don't have to have that many followers at all. You do not have to have hundreds or even tens of thousands of followers to make steady income from TikTok.
0: I think that's a great point that you brought up is that so often people will focus on the numbers. (laughs) Yeah. And those vanity mm-hmm. metrics, right? Yeah, I was speaking with one of my mastermind clients the other day, and she's like, well, you know, there's only 4,000. And I was like, hold on, let's stop a minute. Do you know what I mean? Like, let's mm-hmm. reframe that. I said, if you walked into a... So she was talking about whenever she was talking about an Instagram story, and had, it had been seemed like 4,000, do you know what I mean? Not a real a story, do you know I mean people? And mm-hmm. she said, and I said, but if you walked onto stage to an audience of 4,000 people, who were consuming and sitting there ready to receive your speech or your presentation, or whatever. So that's a shit ton of people. But I think somewhere in the online space, we've forgotten about the, the, how do I say this, the magnitude of the people mm. that are consuming our content, because we compare ourselves to the bigger numbers, the Kardashians, the Jimmy you know mean, movie stars, yeah. etc. But it's actually a small population of people that have those numbers, similar to millionaires, there's only a small percentage of people who are millionaires in the world, but it doesn't feel like that when we're in it. So I do like that you brought up the fact that you don't have to have a big audience in order to be able to make revenue in order to be able to make profit. And the sooner that people can understand that, accept it in Embrace it again, you're on a much further journey that will help you expedite your business growth than, than other yeah. people.
1: A hundred percent. And it goes the other way as well. People I like I've been in rooms with people with millions of followers, and they're not earning a cent. Like mm-hmm. it's insane. We assume that people with a high following are earning money. And I think there was a, I, I feel like there was a news story like maybe a couple of years ago, where an influencer who had like millions of followers couldn't sell like 18 t-shirts. Mm-hmm. And it just goes to show like it, I like there are people on TikTok who are not monetizing and they have hundreds of thousands of followers. And I've had clients who have had less than 50 followers and sold high ticket offers. Like mm-hmm. it, it's just it's not as black and white as followers equals money. And that's a great thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great thing,
0: but I also think the importance of uh, producing great content though also, right? Mm-hmm. Is there, I also see a lot of influencers out there that can produce masses and masses amount of you know, uh, reels or TikTok videos, et cetera, but their content is quality is actually quite poor, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're in the online space, in my opinion to be, is that you want to provide great quality content that is also engaging, fun, like helps with your brand credibility, your authority and can help move the people into that kind of ecosystem. System from you, right? Um, and not everyone is able to do that. And I know we'll talk later on about the importance of having a strategy before you throw yourself on TikTok or TikTok, right? Mm-hmm. So, yes, now people out there that are listening, what should people know about marketing their business on TikTok and how is it currently different to Instagram?
1: So, I would say the main differences between TikTok and Instagram is to me, TikTok feels a lot more streamlined. The platform is a place where you are uploading videos. With Instagram, it feels like there are a lot of other options. You've got carousel posts, static feed posts, reels, stories. Mm -hmm. You need to write long captions. And to me, TikTok feels a lot more streamlined. Like you Mm want to really focus on your video content and your video content alone. Um, Another thing to note is that TikTok generally has much better reach so if you're finding that on instagram you're posting a reel or you're posting a, a static feed post or whatever it is and it's the same 50 people 100 people like it every time but you know that they are not in a position to buy from you or mm-hmm. you know that they've been showing up for like over a year and they're they're not, your, they're not your people they're not your customers with tiktok every time that you put out a new piece of content it is being pushed much further than you're following every time like a mm-hmm. good 98 to 99% of your views come from new people so that is the really exciting thing about the platform that you are getting in front of new people every single time and i know that instagram is trying to emulate that kind of algorithm um as well so you know potentially instagram could come that way as well but right now we're definitely seeing that on tiktok that's interesting um, yeah and i think the other thing to know about tiktok is that there's it's I think a lot of people think that TikTok is low quality whereas Instagram is high quality um you know like Instagram reels need to be a lot more polished and they think that TikTok is just scrappy and um very like casual and I think um that is a positive thing I I would disagree I don't think it needs to be I don't think that Instagram is higher value than TikTok content at all but it does have a different feel it's more off the cuff, casual, unedited, authentic. And if you can tap into that, if you can step away from the formula and the, the things that people sort of hide behind on Instagram and really stand, like sit in front of a camera and talk about who you are and what you do and help your audience. Um, the scope on TikTok is massive. And that is the kind of content that people are looking for. They are looking for authentic, real, valuable, content with none of the fluff that I feel like Instagram kind of makes us do you know
0: what I mean Numbers. I mean, Instagram's always been polished. I mean, you remember when Instagram first came out, everyone had those curated feeds, right? Exactly. It's like one pink tile, one white tile, one pink tile, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, ah, and I remember I was one of the, uh, in my space at the time, I was like, I can't do this. This is too much anxiety. Do you mean everything had, it felt like it had to be perfect. Um, And so I just started using just organic images. And those are some of the best and still are the best performing posts that we have because people want to feel like they're seen and they'll feel seen through your authenticity, you know? Yeah. And so I do feel like the Instagram, it feels still very polished, whether or not it's a story, whether or not it's a reel, or whether or not it's a feed versus TikTok. It's it does feel, uh, how do I how, to use well, a, a, the only word I can think of is like grimy, but not grimy. Does that make yeah. sense? Like it's just like, people are just like, they're there with mud on their face. They're there with a basketball in their hand. They're there yeah. with whatever. And it's kind of like, I don't really give a fuck. This is what, this is me. Right. And so mm. I feel almost like they've taken off the mask. And if you really want to see someone from like a true essence of who they are, go to TikTok because you'll get a better version of what they are on Instagram.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I think sometimes, even though We can see that content in general is moving in this way, regardless of platform. If you've already got this feed that you've worked really hard to curate and you've got a following that are there because of the curated version of you, it can be really hard to just wake up one day and go, do you know what? I'm going to post a no makeup uh, three minute, or I don't know, like a a 90 second talking video. Mm -hmm. It, It can be hard to do that. Whereas TikTok, when people are like, oh my God, I have to start from scratch, you get to start from scratch. You get to set your intention and start and you know that every single person that hits that follow button is there for that version of you, the version mm. of you that wants to put out this new offer or the version of you that wants to pivot slightly or wants to attract someone new. Um, you know that, yeah, you can start from scratch there rather than having to sort of morph your brand somewhere else.
0: Mm -hmm. No, I love it. And I think people are more disconnected than they've ever been before. And people are wanting to be feel more connected than ever before. And so again, that audience connection to me is crucial. That community connection is crucial for businesses in general, because I feel that if you're not willing to have that connection piece, you're going to get left behind because people are wanting connection. Now, I know you mentioned earlier on, but let's kind of talk a little bit more. I am a huge SEO a, you know search engine optimization fan you know people go to Google they're on Google searching for the you know i mean the answer to whatever their problem is. Um, Any given month, 40 to 44% of my traffic comes from SEO, right? SEO buyers are slightly different to buyers who in my ecosystem who come to my podcast or inside my Facebook group, etc. But they still will eventually buy, right? It's, It's a difference moving them from cold to warm to a hot audience. You mentioned briefly that TikTok is rumored to becoming more of a search engine than a social media platform. How important do you think this is going to be to help enhance people finding you? And how should users be adapting to this?
1: Yeah. So TikTok SEO is a massive um, conversation right now. And um, I don't want to scare anyone off of TikTok because I think a lot of a lot of the reasons why people want to get on TikTok is because they feel like it doesn't need an SEO strategy. It doesn't need a hashtag strategy, right? They, The core of it is what you're putting out. Um, but if you can just think about SEO a little bit when you're putting out your content, when you're doing these different things, it can really help to boost you. So in recent months, I would say in the last year to six months, TikTok has stepped a little bit away from competing with Instagram and is now more so trying to compete. Well, not trying to compete, but Google and YouTube feel intimidated by them, and we can see that in the way that they are pushing things like YouTube Shorts now. Mm. Um, Go- Google just came out and released, like, a whole new thing about um Their like what they're promising their customers and how they're changing like their sort of delivery of results and things like that, which the I feel like Google doesn't really do, right? It's Google. Mm -hmm. Um, So we can see that there's a new player involved in the in giving the answers to the things that people are searching for. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So people are coming onto TikTok now to look for things, um, searching, you know things like influencer advice, business tips, business growth tips, um, like how to bake a cake, like literally anything you can think of, there are answers on TikTok. And TikTok is, has been adapting its um, user experience to accommodate for that. So the search feature on TikTok is amazing. Um, you can search for like a trending sound that is absolutely ridiculous. You can search for like the, the words that are in that trending sound and videos will come up. Like the the search of the, I'm going to butcher the way that I'm explaining this, but the when you search on the platform, it's really, really easy to find what you want. Um, so if we're thinking about SEO on TikTok, how can you rank in those top searches when people come on and they search for business coach or they search for photographer, how can you rank? In that search, how can you get people to find you? SEO on TikTok comes from four places. So it comes from the words that you say in your video, the text that you write on the screen in your video, um, the caption, and your hashtags. So what you sort of want to do is have a look through TikTok and look within your niche, have a search and look at what other people are searching for. When you search, say, you search business coach into TikTok, it's going to give you what other people are searching for as well. So Mm. you want to pull key terms out of that and put them into your content. So instead of hopping on and making a video about maybe maybe your video is about business, like things I wish I knew when I started my business, Mm -hmm. perhaps you say that in the start of your video, but perhaps you're going to put a searchable term on the screen. So like five business tips for something. Uh find business tips for growth something that people are searching for so if you can just think about that what terms are people searching for a lot of the time it's tips hacks how to's advice um if you can implement that into your strategy just with a couple of tweaks it can really improve the way that you show up in the search so that people can find you and
0: again, I think it's, again, and we'll talk more about strategy later on, but it's like, again, I always say, if you're going to choose a platform, choose a platform and do what the platform wants you to do, right? And mm-hmm. if you know that yeah. you're already doing a TikTok video, it's like, well, it would make sense. Learn how to do those four components of SEO to just enhance what you're already doing, right? Optimize yeah. it, you know? But often people will be like, put it into the, to the too hard basket. But I'm like, this is low hanging fruit. This is yeah. like something that could actually, and and I also think people forget, well, if I It's going to take forever. Well, it could, it couldn't, it it all depends, right? But the thing is it becomes an accumulation. It becomes a compound effect. And that if you have 50 TikTok videos and you've optimized them all, eventually that's going to start paying off for you. It cannot not pay off for you. So no, so that's great information to know. And I do think that it's, you know... good uh, time for YouTube and Google to be thinking about and maybe getting a little bit bored uh, about, you know, a competitor in the market Mm -hmm. and potentially how they can do things better for those people who have been, you know, doing SEO in their space for a while. So now I'm always up for a little bit of healthy competition.
1: (laughs) Yeah, for sure, for sure.
0: Now, there'll be listeners out there going, okay, this is great. But are there any particular things or what have you found to be the most important things for individuals to focus on when it comes to succeeding on TikTok?
1: So the number one thing that you cannot succeed on TikTok without is, and I feel like this is such generic information, but a lot of people miss it when they get on TikTok because they get overwhelmed or they get like distracted by all the other stuff going on. You need to know your target audience like the back of your hand I've had clients come to me who have never stepped on TikTok before in their life and then within the space of a couple of weeks they're getting like tens of thousands of views on their videos and it's because they know their ideal client they know their problems they know their experience and they can speak to it straight away so the number one thing is who are you talking to what are their problems and not only what are their problems but how do they describe their problems I think a lot of the time we get very distracted And we, we get too far away from our ideal client Mm. and we start using terms that they would never use. So, you know, like, I feel like sometimes we get into that business sphere and we start saying stuff, we start saying things like, I don't know, like, you know, the terms that maybe our ideal clients wouldn't (laughs) use, like even things like alignment or, um, things like that, that they might, if your ideal client isn't there yet, if they're not diagnosing those problems yet, like they are not going to use those terms. So it's really, really important to talk about the symptoms that your client client has rather than their, their diagnosis. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it's relatable, right? Because then they feel seen, they feel heard and they start yeah. going, yes, yes, yes.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like we, yeah. It's it's really easy to hop on and think that we know what our clients, our ideal audience or our ideal clients want to hear and actually be really far away from that. So the best thing would be to, like, get on calls with people, like, talk to your ideal client. What words are they using? What questions are they asking in their own words? That kind of information is absolutely invaluable.
0: And I think that can be spread across, again, any part of business, right? So often, and again, one of the things that I always look at is, is I still do my own discovery calls. And I always go back and I look at what are people saying on the call? Mm -hmm. What are your struggles? What do you feel you need the most? Right? They never say they need mindset. It would be very rare that my group feels that they need mindset because they, they, once they're in my ecosystem, they know how important mindset is but they're not coming to me with mindset being a problem right mm-hmm. so for me is i'm not going to go and just dis- talk a lot about mindset because they're going to feel disconnected. But what they do talk about is I don't, I don't know the how to's. I don't know what's next. I don't know um, where to begin. I feel overwhelmed. I feel like I'm waking up and I don't have, some people will say strategy. Some people will say a roadmap. Some people will say a guide. Right. So again, if you are wondering about, you know, what I'm talking about and also what Maggie's talking about, go back and think about questions that people have asked you in the dms what have they said what are they saying in your comments what are they saying on discovery calls because to me that's the best information take what exactly they're saying and start to do you know what I mean infuse your content do you know in mean, your email writing etc around that because they're literally handing it to you on a piece of paper
1: exactly and i think yeah you said it perfectly like people what they think they need and what they actually need are two completely separate things. You will know that as the expert, but they are not aware that they need what you have. You need to start at their level and ex- and take them on the journey from what they think they need using those words to mm-hmm. what you can provide and what they actually need and then giving that value.
0: Oh, 100, yeah, 100%. And, you know, a lot of, like I said, they want the business strategy. They want this mm. for me. And, but it's like when I get yeah. there, I'm like, your business strategy doesn't mean anything if your alignment's fucked and if your mindset's fucked. 100%. But I can't have a sales page about let's recalibrate your alignment and work on your mindset because they they literally do not feel that that's a problem. So, yeah. yes, be very mindful of that just collectively in business. Mm. Now, TikTok. We've talked a lot of positives about TikTok, but there have to be some negatives. So I'm curious to know, like, say, for example, can you get a link in your bio or can you put an external link if you don't have a certain amount of traffic or a certain amount of followers on your TikTok? How can you drive traffic um, from TikTok off the platform? Like, what are the negative downfalls about TikTok?
1: I would say the downfalls are that it does, um, it, it, I mean, It takes work in the beginning before you can sort of start monetizing. Well, you can start monetizing without a link, but to answer your question, um, so I always recommend that people start off with a personal account, not a business account. This is because a business account doesn't have access to the full sound library. Mm -hmm. So um, obviously we want to be hopping on trends, using trends now and again, um, but you can't do that with all of the sounds when you have a business account. So what you want to start off with is a personal account but a personal account doesn't have a link in bio until you reach a thousand followers um so that can be scary for some people um but you can definitely monetize before you hit a thousand followers you just have to have really like you have to make it extremely clear who you are and what you do and you need to start Pushing people over to your Instagram where they can find your link. So you want to start saying in your call to actions, um, head over to my IG for more, or writing it on screen like link on IG profile or whatever it is. Um, and by the time you hit a thousand followers, which it sounds like a lot, if you're if you're if you've only ever known growing on Instagram, it can feel like oh my god, a thousand followers, like that's going to take me ages. Growing on TikTok can be a much faster process, like a thousand followers. You can hit that very, very quickly if you mm. have a good strategy. And, um, yeah, once you go from there, once you've laid that groundwork, people click over like no tomorrow. Like it's amazing how on Instagram, it can feel like we have to be in the DMs and we have to be like convincing people to work with us. Whereas on TikTok, people just come, people will just click through and they will just book a call or they will just buy from you. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, that's good to know. Yeah, and I think that is one of the surprising things. Or, like, for example, when I first started out as a social media manager advertising myself on TikTok, before I had 500 followers, I had, like, high-ticket clients coming to me through TikTok, and I didn't realize they were coming to me through TikTok until I asked them, oh, hey, like, where'd you find me? Um, So it's definitely possible um, if you are really, really clear about what it is that you offer. Um, but yeah, that can be a downside to some people for sure. Some yeah. people want to get on there and they want to start, they want to start like pushing the sales content straight away. But that is the other thing with TikTok. TikTok is not a platform where the hard sell works. It's a platform where you lead and you need to lead with 90% um value. You need to be completely selfless on TikTok lead with value, lead with educating your audience, lead with building a community and building like non-trust factor. And then the sales will come through relatively seamlessly. It's not something, It's you sort of don't go into it with that heavy sales mindset. You need to go into it with a selfless mindset.
0: Listen, as I often have said, as my analogy is, is you can't ask for sex on the first date. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, <laughs> yeah. you don't go to a bar, as I always say, and you see someone with a nice ass, regardless of what team you play for. And you just spank that person on the ass. And you're like, hey, me and you, quickie. You might go over and say, hey, my name's Angela. What's your name? Can I buy yeah. you a drink? Can I get your phone number? Then you text each other. Then you take them up for dinner. Then you might get laid, right? Again, hashtag no judgment if you get laid earlier. But what I'm saying <laughs> is, is that it is, a, it's a building, it's a building a relationship, right? Yeah. And I find not only on, I mean, I'm not on, I mean, I do have an account on TikTok, but I'm not active on TikTok. But again, there's so often, regardless of the platform, people are asking for sex before they've even said yeah. hello, right? Yeah. So I would say, regardless if it's TikTok, regardless if it's a Facebook group, a podcast, whatever, it's always yeah. lead with value first. Always That's lead exactly. with value. Now, what advice would you give to someone just starting out on TikTok? How long have we got? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What Uh, is um, like what like the key three points if someone was to start TikTok today?
1: Okay, so I would say like as a pre-point, as we said, like get really, really in touch with your ideal client. Um, next I would say focus, don't get onto TikTok and look at what everyone else is doing and go, I could do that, I could do that, I could do that, I could do a day in the life, a tutorial, I could do a 30-minute talking video. I could do a really, really quick B-roll video. Like I recommend when you're first starting out on TikTok, choose one to three formats and really focus on those formats. So maybe you're doing... Face to camera talking videos, which I recommend everybody does on TikTok, mm-hmm. and maybe you're doing some trends. Maybe you're you're speaking to your ideal audience's pain points through trends, and you're relating to them. Mm-hmm. So take those two formats and become a master at those two formats. Look at the people in your niche. What can you see that they have in common? What do they? What do the top performing videos have in common? What are people doing in their talking videos? Are they putting a really bold title on the screen? Are they starting it with movement? Are they wearing a bright color? Um, What's their demeanor like? Really analyze and become a master at creating those formats of videos. Trial those formats of videos for at least 30 days before you start branching out. I think a lot of the time when we get on TikTok, we want to do everything. We want to be everything. But the thing that is going to make people be able to make a clear decision on whether or not they want to follow you, whether or not they want you in their space is clarity on what it is that you do and recognition. Like you're competing with hundreds of people on this app on the view uh, view page. People need to be able to recognize you and what it is that you do. So really focus it in and don't feel like you're being shoeboxed into one little niche. You can branch it out later. Just focus in the beginning.
0: Mm -hmm. No, I love it. Again, and it's, I always say, some of the greatest advancements that I see with women in business is when they take things away versus add more to their plate. So the more simple that you can be and kind of get that rhythm down, the easier and light that transitioning onto this platform is naturally going to be, which will help you for both short and long-term growth. So no, I love that. Now I'm going to play devil's advocate here a little bit. There will be people listening to this podcast episode who during the show have already created a TikTok account and are ready to go full steam into this. but We've touched upon this already. Is I believe this can be a problem uh, for many, not just on TikTok, but any platform that they jump ship onto, because people will just do things and not really think about things from a place of alignment, audience, yep. and strategic. What I mean by that is if I kind of break it down, is if you want to go on TikTok, Make sure that TikTok feels fun. Make sure yeah. that it excites you. Make sure that you want to be there. Making it AKA in alignment for you. Because if not, what I see so often is then you'll just jump ship onto the next thing, onto the next thing, onto the next thing. And you'll start to resent showing up. You'll start to resent mm-hmm. creating really juicy content. But also, even if you are in alignment with TikTok, I also encourage people to consider your, your audience, Mm-hmm. Is your audience on this platform? It can light you up. It can bring all the joy in the world. But if your audience generally isn't on the platform, my worry there is, is again, what is your ROI you're going to get by producing these videos, by taking time to do this, if the right people aren't going to see it? Mm-hmm. And the last thing that I say there is, You know, each platform has an algorithm, each platform wants to make money, each platform has typically board members that they have to report to, right? There's Mm -hmm. a reason why the platform is wanting to compete with, for example, TikTok with, you know, I mean, YouTube and Google, etc. Yeah trying your own willy nilly strategy, whether or not it's TikTok, Instagram, etc, is only going to get you so far. So again, these are just my thoughts that you know, but my thing is, is if you're just wanting to jump in, really check yourself around your alignment, your audience and your strategy, in order to really make sure that this is the platform for you and your growth for your business. What are your thoughts around that? 100%
1: couldn't agree more. And I think Again, like when people don't do that, that is when they go in and they just copy, and it doesn't work. It has to be from a place of creativity, and that's hard when you've got a hundred things on your plate, and ultimately, like you're trying to create a marketing strategy for your business to make sales and grow and put food on the table mm-hmm. but um I think, yeah, like you don't you can't do this out of obligation because at the end of the day, it's not just writing a caption, like it's video content people can tell mm-hmm. so absolutely you need to think about like you said like are my audience on tiktok and does this style of content suit me and if it doesn't what's true to me like what's my ideal style of content and would would that kind of thing is my demeanor is my are my values in alignment and like i think that's where people find that tiktok isn't for them because they're not coming to it with their own values and their own um demeanor. They're just trying to be the, the carbon copy of everyone else. They're showing up. They're bubbly. They're um energetic. And if that's not them, it's gonna really, really quickly like burn out. Um it's just not going to work. So for sure I a hundred percent agree with that. You need to really think about it because this platform as well, like it's a high volume platform. It is mm-hmm. a commitment. It is going to take up a little bit of your time. Um and it it won't forever. Like you will get faster at it. And there are ways that I help my clients you know, create content that doesn't take them hours and hours and hours and hours. But in the beginning, it is going to take commitment. It's going to take time. And if you are just not feeling aligned with it, um, then it's it's going to be time wasted.
0: And also, like what I often talk about is people are wanting to download the next roadmap, the next this, the next this from a coach from this to that. My thing is, is you can't template a business strategy, it must be tailored to you, your family, your interest, your values, your missions, your alignment, your audience it's, it has to be tailored. And I would say the same thing with the TikTok strategy. You mm-hmm. can't template a, a TikTok strategy. You must lean into what's going to work for you, your audience, and then obviously ensure that you're going to get an ROI back from this. Yeah.
1: A hundred percent. And like the, it's, it's really like, it that's extremely evident because I can sit here and I tell you what works. Like I can tell you that, um, being a certain way works. There's a certain, I don't know, like energy that you can bring to your videos or whatever, and I can say this is the way to do it, like put a hook on screen, do all these things. But once in a while, people rock up to TikTok, go viral overnight, do amazing. Their business is thriving on TikTok, and they're not doing any of the things that I would suggest that they do.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's
1: because they've come to it with such authenticity and knowing what it is that they want to do, what they want to share. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I think just ticking all these boxes doesn't equal a positive outcome.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I love it. Glad that we're, yeah, like I said, it's, it's just, these are the things that I think people forget about because they jump in so quick because they're running from a place of panic. They're running from a place yeah. of scarcity. And I'm all about really like surrendering. You still have to take action, but really like trusting the process and know that, it, that again, it all is going to work out. I know in a couple of episodes prior to this one where I talked about how I refunded plus thousand dollars for a retreat. Because it no longer felt in alignment, right? It's scary, but you have to trust that the other things I'm doing, I'll make that money back, right? Yeah. Similar to this, trust that if it's not the right platform, don't have that fear of missing out. Don't worry that Johnny just did X, Y, and Z because you're going to position yourself. Because energy is everything, yeah. and if you're sitting there doing these videos and you're not energetically aligned, people will feel that, and they're going to go next swipe, swipe, swipe. So I think it's so important. Well, listen, what an informative episode filled with absolute gold, Maggie. Now I. Know you'll be joining me as a guest speaker at my two-day live women in business conference, accelerating your growth for 2023 on November 3rd and 4th. Hint, if you're listening and you haven't bought your ticket, head to AngelaHenderson.com.au and grab your ticket today. Remember it is pay what you can, and it's going to be two days filled with awesomeness. Maggie is going to be there. We've got a panel that's going to be coming on. We're going to have a little bit of a debate between an Instagram strategist, good old Brooke and yourself. We've also got Zach, who's going to be having a debate between, um, Podcasting and YouTubing. We're really going to kind of showcase the different platforms during this. We're calling it the great debate of social media platforms, right? So it's going to be a fun filled session that we have with you, Maggie, and the others. So for those businesses wanting to know more about you, where can they connect?
1: So obviously, you can find me on TikTok. <laughs> I'm yep. on TikTok at uh, Maggie Virtually, and same over on Instagram at Maggie Virtually. And yeah, I have a lot of informative content on TikTok especially about getting started. So if you want to head over to there, you can binge my content to get a better idea, get some value of whether or not this platform is for you. Um, and, yeah, that's where you can find me.
0: Dude, fantastic. I absolutely love it, Megan. I have one final question for you, which is, what do you know now that you wish you knew when you first started out in business collectively? Oh. That's a good
1: one. Um, I wish I knew that no one knows what the fuck they're doing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I wish I knew that I everyone is just figuring it out and tapping into their own zone of genius and figuring out everything as they go and mm-hmm. I wish I wasn't so intimidated, and I wish I didn't think that everybody knew what they were doing except for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I absolutely love I it. And as <laughs> again, as Marie Folio talks about, everything is figure outable, but most of yep. us still have no clue what we are doing, right? And it goes in phases in the growth stage, our startup stage, growth stage, and scale stage. Now, before we sign off, please remember that my team and I will be putting together the show notes for this episode at AngelaHenderson.com.au. And again, don't forget to head to the website to secure your ticket. Circuit- ticket to the two-day women in business conference on november 3rd and 4th where you'll be joining maggie and i you can get that ticket at angela also have a fabulous day you amazing human and i look forward to you joining me next week for another awesome episode of the business and life conversations podcast thanks again maggie thanks for having me thanks for listening to the business and life conversations podcast with angela henderson www.angelahenderson.com.au